Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, one of the things since we're running through this that I was thinking of is how do you create a memorable villain? Okay, uh, yeah, memorable villains are, first of all, why do you want to create one? And then I'll talk about how. Mm -hmm. Why you want to create a memorable villain is so that your players will remember this villain, talk about this villain, hate this villain, and try to figure out like what they need to do to get rid of this villain. Now, that said, a part of it depends on your concept and what's at stake. And the villain doesn't actually have to be an NPC, although it's easier. A villain could be a concept or something like that, although that's harder to play. So most people will do a villain as, a, as an actual villain. So what I would do is I would look at villains that you've enjoyed from books and movies and TV shows that you thought were incredibly well done and start to model your villain after that. And if you look at those villains, you'll find out that those villains have goals, desires, needs, wants, and that the players or the audience, if you will, on a, on a book or a TV show is clued in onto what those actually are. Mm -hmm. And a better villain is a villain who actually thinks that they're doing a really good thing, just in a really horrific way. Yeah. So, um, Magneto's a great example. He's wanting to keep all the mutants around, but in, in so doing, he's trying to cause the genocide of the normal humans. Right. So if you look at Magneto from the X-Men fame, um, the reason why Magneto's such a great villain is because... He was a Jewish kid who grew up in a concentration camp who, depending on which of the numerous backstories you get um, from him, he ended up finding his powers after they kill his mother. Um, if you're going off one of the movies, they find out he can work metal a little bit and they bring his mom into a room, put a gun in her head and ask her, can he move the coin? He's unable to move the coin because when your mutant powers first coming in, you can only do it underneath extreme stress. The Nazi soldier then shoots his mom in the face, killing her. He then immediately freaks out, and the room starts shaking because all the metal drawers and stuff start shaking. And then the Nazi captain looks really pleased with himself until all of a sudden the three or four guards, their helmets collapse in on the heads of those yep. people. And then he kills the Nazi general as well. And then he goes out and he rescues himself from this. So his entire backstory is humans have genocided my people, not mutants in this case, but Jews. And so he knows what humanity is capable of. So when he sees humanity's hate for mutants, he knows, he thinks Auschwitz. He thinks German concentration yep. camps. He's He's been oppressed once before, so why is this different? Never why is again. this different? Yep. Never again. Never again. And so what he does is he's going to say, well, we're superior. Mm -hmm. we're, we're homo superior, not homo sapien. <laughs> and so he proceeds to gather as many of the strongest mutants as he can find to basically rid the world of humanity. Yep. And so <clears throat> Magneto's a great villain because you see what he's talking about and you kind of go, well, he's not wrong. He's just, this probably isn't the best way to go about it. And because of that, Thanos is also a great example of, he watched how overpopulation killed his world. So in right. order to save life... He has to destroy half of it. He has to destroy half of it. Right. He's not inherently evil, but the goals to get to that are. Right. And so the best villain, in my opinion, is somebody who has a lot to lose... Mm -hmm. And is doing things for reasons they perceive to be 100% legitimate. 
Yes. And if you do it really well in ways that even your players, not maybe their characters, but the players themselves are going like, again, with a Magneto, like, you know, man, I just, he's not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but his <laughs> but methods God, are. I don't, yeah, like, I don't know how to, we have to stop him. Yeah. But I don't necessarily want to, like, kill him because he's Make, not wrong. Making your making your players actually sympathize with your villain yes. is the goal. Because exactly. you synthi- you sympathize with Magneto because he had a rough he had a rough life, but his end goal to keep him and his race around is evil. Right, because he's becoming a Nazi. In order to stop the Nazis, he's becoming a Nazi. Right, and it's kind of that whole Churchill line that you and I were talking about this morning, um, just out of podcast was, yeah. you know, when you go to fight monsters, be careful that Not you don't become I'm one. Won. Right, and both Thanos and Magneto became Came, the monster. Exactly, and so that is a really good idea for a concept: is you, you take your villain, and you have them doing something that would be, if they weren't doing it that way, what they were doing would be a good act. Mm-hmm. So. Saving mutant life is a good thing. Yeah. Stopping overpopulation that could destroy planets is a good good thing. thing. Killing half of the world, half the universe to do it. Killing, rounding up uh, humanity and killing them in concentration camps. These are bad things. So Mm -hmm. you want to have the villain's goal be very, in a lot of ways, good. Yes. But then if you're doing like a and d campaign, think about how a lawful evil character would obtain that yeah so in one of the um first of all dc makes some of the best cartoons um so one of the one of the world's uh alternate realities they had they had superman he lost lois lane i think the joker somebody killed lois lane and so he went nuts and he swore to himself no one will ever suffer the pain i've suffered again so superman became a tyrant and anybody that crossed Superman, he literally used his laser vision to, to lobotomize. lobotomize. <laughs> and there's another one where the Justice Lords, where it's the alternative universe where Lex Luthor became president and Superman killed Lex Luthor. He also lobotomized everybody because that's the best way to best stop way to crime. peaceably stop, stop crime. crime. But it's it's a horrific act. Yeah. So what is what does it look like if Superman is lawful evil? Well, he's lobotomizing the population. Well, so is crime stopped? Yes. yes. There, there's also another one where. Uh, where uh, Gotham City is in, like, Victorian-era London. So now you have Jack the Ripper as Commissioner Gordon. In order to stop crime, Jack the Ripper... Kills a bunch of people. But you have the police commission, who's supposed to be being doing good, yeah. stopping crime by murder. Yeah, and so this is exactly the kind of thing you want to do for your your big bad guy or gal or thing or whatever, is you want to, especially at the very top of it, right... So the problem with like a, a Voldemort or a Sauron is that they their their actions and they're intrinsically it's evil. Power grab, but it's power. A, yeah, I don't want to die. Else. They they wanted immortality. Yeah, there's there's some undertones with Voldemort of not liking humans because of how they treated him, but it's not really his main drive. Well, and he is human, but I mean, it's like this thing of like it it just becomes it, it was like he's somewhat sympathetic, but not enough to care about. He's not yeah. a Magneto. So what I'm saying is take your and I'm not saying to do this for every like every scene I have a, a final conflict. No, 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 no. That's this is, fine. This is your this is your big This is your play. Yeah, this ending. is at the play level. Yeah. 
yeah, you're going to have some minor big bads in your acts and your scenes, but they don't need to have this. Well, this is your like, act would be good to put minor ones in. Minor ones, yes. So how do you pull it off really quick? Because, you know, coming to the end of time. So first of all, as you see, you Jacob and I study inadvertently or advertently. We study, um, you know, how these things are done in, in popular culture, and that's actually a really good thing to do. So if I was going to do it, I would create a big bad person who was, you know, had all the power in the world, blah, da, 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 da. But then I would do something that makes them overly sympathetic and I'd have, I would tease it out over every one of the acts and maybe a handful of scenes that do the reveals that they find out that the person that they think is evil and scum and, you know, trying to rid the world of whatever, right? Maybe they're trying to rid the world of death. And so in order to rid the world of death, they become the most powerful necromancer in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're working on ways to make sure that life, like no one procreates anymore because if no one gives birth, nobody can die. No one can die. And then and he, he's raising them all from the dead. He's raising everybody from yes. the dead so that they can live forever. In his ideal world, nobody's reproducing because everybody's all zombified yeah. or skeletonified because now there's no death. There is no death. Everything's un dead yep exactly in that middle state because he can't stop people from dying so the only thing he can do is stop them from having children and then raising them from the dead to make them live again and so his his uh so he's got a he wants to stop death why um really simple so you give him some sort of really huge sob story maybe his his wife dies of a wasting magical wasting disease that was cast on her by your good characters not your characters but like the king the merlin person in your game like the and they did it back in their youth in an impetuous act it was stupid they feel bad about it and it was because of that they turned their entire life around but the problem is they created an enemy who's created an enemy for the world and the reason why that person won't go and fight that person is because they realize they created them and, and the they guilt. feel overly guilty for the doing guilt. it and so your team now over time, has to get built up to yep. do it. And as they're doing it, they can have conversations every act or every, like, maybe five scenes or something, five gaming sessions, where they go back to report their findings, and that Merlin character, who's kind of their boss, reveals to them... Over time, that, oh, yeah, we caused this, and because of our guilt, we're complacent. Yep. And this is why we're having you do it. I can't do it. I can't, I can't take something else from him. Mm-hmm. And you slowly find out about it. And maybe not from that character, but maybe from rumors that you start piecing together. Maybe from books that you Over find. Over time, in some way, yeah. they find out, oh, crap. Everybody yep. who's powerful in this kingdom, who's inherently good, caused this evil act. And they can't stop it because of the guilt. And now you have this fun part for your, for your players. Do they kill this guy? Or not? Do they try to reason with him? Do they turn on their own masters because yeah. this is such an evil act? Yes, now they've trying to they've been they've been atoning for their sins for the last twenty years. But it's still But they're still also allowing these evil acts to happen because yeah. they're not taking responsibility for their own actions. Yeah. So you have three options now for your players at the end, which is really good. Do they kill the big bad? Do Try they to reason him with him? Reason with him. Or do just they, let the world burn. Or do they go kill everybody? Yeah. And create their own society because... But are they better than the good and the bad groups for doing that same thing? Yes. And if they do something like that and you want to play a longer game with a different set of characters, 
they could inadvertently in doing that act create the same thing that they sought to avoid and then your next characters are playing in the world like 100 years later and you have the consequences of your former characters lives which is just so to, great to play with that concept their former characters before these characters casted that spell oh see that's one as long as they actually did it uh-huh right or you could do another thing where you turn time on its head we'll talk about that in a totally different podcast but you turn time on its head where um, then they have to play those characters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, point is, you can see what you want to what you want to do to make a memorable villain is actually make the villain have dreams, desires, needs, a backstory. You got to make the character human enough that everybody can relate to it. Yep. And then have its goals be something inhuman and so monstrous that they can't. Right. So then you have that dichotomy of. You want that guy to have a better life. Yep. But at the same time, his end goal needs to be stopped. I want Magneto to be happy. I don't want Magneto to succeed. Yeah. You want Magneto's goals and things to be fulfilled, but not in the way he sees. Yeah. Like I said, I want him to be happy. Yeah. But I can't have him succeed. Yeah. So hopefully that's been very helpful to you. Um, honestly, if you can create a villain that's memorable, your characters, first of all, will love and hate you for it. Mm-hmm. And they'll talk about that game for years to come. And in my opinion, because we haven't talked about this yet, memorable gaming is what I aim to create. And yes. nine times out of 10, I miss, I miss it. But if you keep shooting for it, eventually you grab that brass ring and you have fond memories for everybody to talk about. And they f- kind of forget about the 50 weeks of crap you threw out <laughs> to get there. <laughs> so Yeah, the diamonds in the rough they'll remember forever, not in, not in everything else. Exactly. But you got to get there occasionally, otherwise yeah. you'll lose their interest. So anyway, hopefully it's been very helpful to you guys. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.